for me, it's just understanding that like everything I fight for is beyond me. So I'm not fighting for myself. I'm not fighting for this generation, technically. I'm fighting for the generations to come because change is like a long-term thing. I, I can go out and protest right now. We can all protest right now, but it's not going to really make a big difference in terms of what we're fighting for. Right. But if we keep doing it, keep pushing, keep having conversations, keep you know, raising the bar, mm -hmm. and then for generations to come now, it's like, we raised that bar now, we fought for you guys. Like, I'm not doing this for myself, I'm doing it for the future. And like, that's something that, like, you know, we, we need to understand because it's bigger than us. All these problems are bigger than us. Welcome to this edition of It's Complicated. My name is Orlando Bowen, and I want you to be encouraged today. I, you know, if you're going through a challenging time, be encouraged. If you're feeling like you're by yourself, still be encouraged understand that life is a journey. Do not judge each day by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds that you plant. Quote by Robert Louis Stevenson. Today I'm with two amazing, brilliant, talented young ladies who plant seeds, right? They use their gifts, they use their passions, they use their, their, their uh, abilities to pour into the lives of other people. Everything that we, that we stand for is the things that we teach, it's the things that we want in terms of what's possible for our community and for society at large. Ladies and gentle sirs and our non-binary family, we've got Tasia and we have Riley. Awesome. Ladies, such an honor, a privilege, and a pleasure to have you here. Um, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well. Riley? I'm good. I'm good. Good? Good. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. So... Uh, there's a lot that's happening in the world, yes? yes? Yeah, so over the last year and a bit, I know that, you know, we've had a few conversations and you've shared some things that have stoked you. <laughs> and you're like, I've got to do something, yeah. right? And, and then you've taken action. Um, so let's begin. What are some of the things that have stoked you? We'll st I'll start with you, Tasia. Um, so with the whole like Black Lives Matter movement that kind of came more popular, I'd say, around the time where a lot of more deaths were happening, um, I decided to organize a rally slash march, which was kind of aimed towards the Peel District School Board because I felt as if that's where the change needed to really start because we're talking about making a change in the world. It's like, where are we starting? And that starts with education and teaching people and then teaching from young because I feel like a lot of adults really have their, their mindset now. You know, they, they grew up with that mindset that this is what it is. But we start younger with the, with the kids. It's like we can kind of grow and make it a bigger thing so they can teach their, their generations on and on and on. Okay. So it's kind of where that started. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. Love that. Thank you for sharing. Riley? Um, it's similar to Tasia with the whole Black Lives Matter movement as well and just seeing um, seeing how ignorant people can be really yeah. shook me is because I'm a person of love and I just love people so yeah. it's like to see that someone's life can be disregarded just because of something as little as skin color right. that's what really shook me um, so for me it was just about um, like Tasia said starting with the youth when you're most impressionable yeah. um, bringing a platform social platforms um, to get more educated about yourself because I feel like more so than just people who aren't black not being educated, we're not educated about where, who we are and where we come from because nobody taught us. Mm -hmm. And so being in a day and age where now we're, we have so much access to so much information but nobody's using it. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to bring a platform where we kind of cultivate all that information and bring it to um, youth so they all have a place where they can relate to each other and have a place where like I have the same ex experiences as you and you have the same experiences as me, let's talk about it. It. Yeah, yeah, love that. The future is in good hands, you understand? No, honestly, like when something that gets me fired up, like it makes my hair stand up, 
don't comment. Um, but, you know, when I think about young people who are willing to use something that has stoked them and to do something about it, because I've been in many spaces where folks are like, I can't stand that thing that's happening, and let me get back to what I was doing. You understand? So, so you know, uh, I'd, I'd love for it, it to be like a, a normal thing to happen, that someone sees something that moves them and takes action, but that isn't the case. It's not normal, right? You're not normal. But, but, but that being said, right, what is it that, that you know, in a day and an age where folks are like, everything has to be perfect before they post it, right? You're taking action in, in ways that you're moving through things and bringing it to fruition, right? So what, what's the thing that has allowed you to step outside that level of, you know, perhaps discomfort in terms of people are getting, you know, people are watching you, right? So what allowed you to step beyond that? Go ahead, Riley. Talk um, to the people. I think for me, my parents had a really big part in it, just always doing what's right, no matter what everybody else thinks, because at the end of the day, only person I'm trying to impress is the big guy upstairs. <laughs> so it doesn't matter what everybody else thinks. And as long as it's the right thing, that's always what's been most important to me. Like, even when I was little, I saw people being picked on. It was like, yo, like, that's not right. Like, yeah. I don't care if you don't like me for it, but I'm going to protect her because right. she's going through it. And, like, I've been through situations where I've been through a lot, and I've never been the person who wants to project that onto somebody else. Right. So it's just willing to step out of your comfort zone because odds are a million other people are thinking the same way you are, but they're too scared to say anything. Mm -hmm. So it's just knowing you have people there without seeing the people that you have. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for that. Taze? Um, for me, I kind of like let my passion drive me. So I'm very passionate about changing the world and helping people and really just like making real change in the world, especially not just changing the world, but making real long term change in the world. Yeah. And for me, it's just understanding that like everything I fight for is beyond me. So I'm not fighting for myself. I'm not fighting for this generation. Technically, I'm fighting for the generations to come because change is like a long-term thing. I, I can go out and protest right now. We can all protest right now, but it's not going to really make a big difference in terms of what we're fighting for. Right. But if we keep doing it, keep pushing, keep having conversations, keep, you know, raising the bar. Mm -hmm. And then for generations to come now, it's like we raised that bar now. We fought for you guys. Like, I'm not doing this for myself. I'm doing it for the future. And like, that's something that like, you know, we, really, we need to understand because it's bigger than us. All these problems are bigger than us. Yes. And if you don't have that mentality, you're not going to stick it through. Like, a lot of people yeah. are just like, you know what? It didn't work. I protest. Exactly. I'm still, I'm still getting shot by the police. I'm done. Like, it's, it's beyond us. It's bigger than us. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, that vision, that perspective mm -hmm. is so important, yeah. right? Because uh, there are so many things that happen in life. And even when it's not about some folk, they make it about them. Right. This thing happened. Oh, I can't believe that happened to me. Right. Or, or I did. I tried that and it didn't work. Right. So, I, you know, having a long term, not just vision, but understanding whom you're toiling for is extremely, extremely important. Yeah. So so what, what are you doing right now that uh, that helps to move the needle? Taze, like what, what are you excited about that's happening right now? So right now I'm trying to get involved in stuff that aren't technically 
you know, I'm not, I don't relate too much to, but I know it will help people in our community. So recently, um, my mom's a nurse, and she started this networking, which is basically for black nursing students, but other students as well. But it's aimed for black nursing students yes. to kind of give them mentorship, as well as, like, help them through school and, like, you know, provide them with the help that they need. Because this idea of equality, like, yeah, we can all go to school, but we all have different experiences. Like, so me trying to be a black lawyer or anyone trying to be, like, a black nurse, they have a different experience than, like, you know, the white students who are studying at that school. So it's like we created a space that kind of gives them an opportunity to like be on the same playing field a little bit yeah. and we're helping them get to that successful place that they need to be. So although I don't want to be a nurse, I'm involved in it and I'm part of the student outreach. I'm out, um, connecting with students that I know as well as like in the area who I know want to be nurses and that could really help them a lot. So that's kind of what I'm doing right now, just creating spaces for us that will help mm-hmm. us be successful. Awesome. Love that. Love that. Go ahead, man. I'm so excited. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, so right now I'm starting this thing called Back to Black. And so for me, it's just a lot of gathering information right now um, on people, our history, our culture. And so I can work on bringing that to social media because that's where everybody is right now. Yeah, yeah. And especially given that we're all in, in a pandemic and quarantine, it's yeah. a great way to network. And so right now I'm just trying to, it's in a very, de- 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 oh my goodness, I can't speak, <laughs> developmental stage. And so just working on being able to bring that and push that to social media and get more young people involved, because I feel like it's different when you see um, the older generation speaking. It almost feels like they're speaking to you. But when it's younger people, it's like they're speaking for you. So I'm trying to really search for influential young people to get on the platform so it can work on broadcasting it a little more. Wow. Wow. You two are bringing such hope and such inspiration and you're using what you have where you are. Right. That's so powerful. If you know, I know a lot of young people um, who are like on the fence, you know, they'd be like, I, I, you know, I want to. But, uh, you know, so and so watching me over there. I don't know. Like, I don't know. What, what do you have to say to young people who are thinking about making a difference and they have something on their heart to do, but they're just like, nah, too, there's too many eyes on me. What, what do you have to say to, to folks like that? Um, if it's on your heart, you can't avoid it. Like, you can run from it all you want, but if something is on your heart, it's meant for you, and someone out in the world needs what you have. And that's the way I think of it. Like, I know even if I'm too scared, I'm doing this for someone who's too scared, but I'm going to take the punch for you because I can do it for you. So now you can see that you can do it too. And honestly, anybody who isn't on your team, you don't need in your life. And so if they're not supporting you right now, they will be eventually. (laughs) And so, but if they're not helping you, they're not encouraging you, it's not somebody that you need in your circle. So just take the jump and the people, you'll attract the right people once you start doing the things that reflect you. Awesome. Thank you. Um, I would just say, like, be authentic. As Riley said, like, if it's on your heart, clearly, you know, it means something to you. So when you're speaking, speak from the heart. Like, people respond to authenticity. Like, you can tell when someone's being fake with you. Like, they're like, hi, how are you? Like, you can tell. (laughs) You can tell when someone's being fake with you. But, like, when someone's actually having, like, a real conversation with you, like, it hits more. And and it'll make more change and it'll affect more lives. So be authentic and then be unapologetic. So one thing I regret is when I was doing my rally, I held back a lot in situations, like, I shouldn't have held back a lot. And I regret that now. And I wish I wasn't unapologetic and spoke up when I felt like something was wrong or I spoke up when I felt like you know more could have been done so have no regrets be authentic be yourself and speak from the heart that's like what I would say awesome you know I uh I feel (sighs) 
refreshed. You know, I'm always amped. You know, I'm usually trying to calm the heck down, but um, you know, right now, just just being in your presence, you know, like to hear you talking about your journey thus far and understanding that it's a long game, right? It's not like, a, oh yeah, I did that, we're done, right? Like, cause, you know, we're, we live in a world where so many things are quick fix, mm-hmm. right? Your foot hurts, man, go see a foot specialist. They'll inject something in there, right? Your head hurts, take a pill, you'll be good, right? And, and for someone to have the mindset of the long game and to be willing to be uncomfortable in moving towards achieving objectives in the long game is really encouraging, it's inspiring, it's, you know, I just, I, I can't wait to just see y'all do, continue to do your thing, right? And let me know how I can be of support. Um, you know, we have uh, opportunities for young people to really look introspectively. And uh, we also have, um, you know, opportunities for folks who want to, you know, encourage and get behind you know, I know we're going to have your, your details up so that folks can see, you know, how to get in touch with you and, and that type of thing, um, because we're talking about movements here, right? We're not talking about projects. We're talking about movements. Um, it's a gift and a pleasure to be in spaces where folks are making movements that are going to redefine possibilities, not just for themselves, Right. Both of them have spoken to the fact that it's not about them. It's about the collective us and not only the us that is here today, but for generations to come. And that's what's up. Imagine, imagine, imagine um, the majority of people woke up with the intention of doing something that shifts possibilities for generations to come. How different would the world look? How, uh, how, how much easier would it be for us to let go of the things that, that maybe aren't that serious so that we could get at the things that have been ailing us for generations. Honored to be in your presence today. So this work of difference making, it's not easy, right? Um, Have you ever been discouraged? A hundred percent, especially in the midst of being at home and always being to yourself, kind of, it's really hard to feel like you have support from other people. And there's been a lot of times where I'm like, you know what, someone else can do this. I'm just going to tap out (laughs) because I don't know. Um, And especially, it's really about throwing away instant gratification because we're so used to where you get the like, you get the follow, you get the notification, you get food like this, you can get food to your door, Amazon Prime, I know. (laughs) I get that package in an hour. And so it's like we're so used to things coming to us so easy. So when you meet failure, it's kind of hard to feel like you're going somewhere. But I've learned to embrace the struggle and understand that if I haven't failed, I haven't tried. And so it's just really about learning how to accept those failures and knowing that every time you fail, you're one step closer to getting to where you want to be. But it's definitely hard, especially being so young and you feel like, oh, like maybe I'm too young to speak on this. Maybe people won't take me seriously. But um, I've been the youngest in a lot of rooms (laughs) and I've learned that it's not about age. It's about experience. And as long as you take your experience and apply it, you could be five years old and still be the brightest bulb out of everybody in a room full of 40 year olds. So it's just believing in yourself is a really big part of it, even when nobody else believes in you. Awesome. Thank you for that. Tasia, any what's what's a challenge that you've experienced on this journey? Um, So being young trying to be a part of something that is more than yourself. So for the rally, for example, 
um, it, it, it's a big movement. You know, it's, you're part of something huge. You're part of something monumental. Like you're trying to change lives for people who aren't even in this world yet. Right. That's how big it is. And you have a lot of adults trying to do the same thing, but not with the right mindset. Yeah. I feel like we were all trying to do the same thing, but we all came with different agendas. So I feel like I came with a clear heart, and like a lot of young people came with a clear heart. Whereas like adults were coming with like, you know what? Okay, we're gonna be on TV. We can really push for this to happen now. We can push for that to happen now. And like my voice began to kind of get clouded with their voices. And at one point, I just completely lost my voice to the point where I wasn't even gonna speak at my own rally. Wow. And it was stressful. Like I cried. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I'm stressed out. Like I lost the love for this. Like I don't even want to speak up anymore because, like, what's the point? If no one's listening to me right now, who's gonna listen to me the day of in front of everyone? So um, I had to sit down. I talked to my mom. I feel like that's like my biggest support system. And she's like, you know what, Tasia? Like there's there's a difference between like respecting your elders and then respecting yourself, being able to speak up in those type of situations. So I really had to kind of pull myself together and speak up for myself and be like, you know what this is what I believe we started this this rally and and movement for and I feel like this is what we need to stick to and after doing that everything changed like everything changed completely so I feel like a lot of young people they struggle to speak up for themselves because they experience the same thing you know a mom a teacher a principal someone tells them like nope you can't you're too young or nope stop talking you're not making sense and they don't have that that, that drive to kind of be like, you know, speak up for themselves because either they think that they're being disrespectful or they're just, they, they, they think that they don't matter or they, their, words, their words can get jumbled up like mine just did. <laughs> so yeah, like I feel like they just really need to understand that like your voice is so important and you come with a different perspective than adults do because, you know, we're really out here experiencing a lot more than they are. They're kind of like looking in from a lens and we're really experiencing it. So when you feel like your voice doesn't matter, that's a, it's a big problem. It's, it's a huge problem and that's something that like I really battled with myself and really yeah. overcame over time and that didn't just come overnight it came with support from my friends from you from my teammates everyone's kind of like you just need to really work on yourself and understand that your your voice is powerful understand that you have meaning and what you have to say matters right. you're unstoppable so that's my biggest challenge is understanding that like i'm important my voice is important and i can speak up in any situation adult young adult elder it doesn't matter if it's important to me it's on your heart speak about it love that love love that both of you you have spoken to the power of community, right? And folks you have in your circle. Uh, you've also articulated very clearly at your, uh, some of the challenges that you've experienced, right? In terms of the things that you've had to face and overcome en route to, to moving the needle. There are lessons in that, right? There are lessons in a day and an age where so many people are giving up. Oh yeah, it doesn't work. I'm out. I tried it. It didn't work. I, I marched I, or I read the book and then I said this and they said, you know, so, so I just, I want to commend and applaud you for that. Uh, Teja, you spoke a bit to um, some of the energy, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, I had the, the privilege of being at a, a couple of, of rallies and yours in, included. And the energy was, was uh, well, let me, not, let me not take any words <laughs> out of your mouth, right? I know what it was for me. Um, but what was it like for you being um, on the ground? It felt like very liberating as well. I felt like united. Like I'd never felt so close to my people before in that moment. Like we were all just like marching. We had like a similar goal because like 
a lot of the time, like, the black community is very, very divided. And I had this conversation this morning with a couple of people. And it's true, like, a lot of us are divided unless it comes to, like, we have that common goal. So just the fact that we are all marching together with the same goal, the same emotions, anger, sadness, rejoice. Like, it was just, like, it felt, like, unreal. Like, after the experience, I'm like, okay, what's next? Like, what can I do next? Because marching isn't just enough. It's not enough just to march. It's like, what are we doing now? Like, we have your attention. We got the cameras. You guys all came together. You guys are watching us now. What are we going to do with this information? So in that moment, I was, just, I was ready for more. I was like, okay, what's next? Let's sit down. Let's talk to this person. Let's talk to that person. So the march was just kind of like one way of getting everything started. And I felt good, but it's like, this isn't enough. We got to mm-hmm. keep going. Mm-hmm. So th- those things are the genesis, right, of something that, that who knows? Like, we, we don't know. You start off, like, you know, back to black. You know, we start off, it's, it's, a, it's a march. I'm going to organize a march. Lives are impacted in ways that you'll never know. And, and I know you don't do it to be like, oh, I impacted this life and that life. I know you do it from a pure place and talking about impacting for, for generations to come. And, and for that, you know, that's one of the things that, that we'd like to engender as, like, the norm. Right? Let's, let's go out and serve, but it's not about us. Let's go toil. I'm talking about be spent, like sweaty, like, you know, like dirty, and, and it's not about us. How about that? Imagine that, right? And, and when, the, when you have voices that can unite towards a common cause and one goal, so much is possible. Man, I almost started going into one voice. One thing. I almost started, I almost started going into that, right? But, because... But I just get really charged up at the thought that we could actually unite towards something and set aside all the things that people use to try to divide us. And with that, you know, I'd like to leave with a quote by John Lewis. Do not get lost in a sea of despair. Be hopeful. Be optimistic. Our struggle is not the struggle of a day, a week, a month, or a year. It is the struggle of a lifetime. Never, ever be afraid to make noise and get into good trouble, necessary trouble, the late John Lewis. As we, as we think about our efforts, our individual and our collective efforts in moving the needle of possibility for current and future generations, I'm incredibly inspired. And I trust that you are as well when you're, as you're taking this in, um, not only in seeing the brilliance that is here with us, but in understanding your brilliance and in understanding your ability to to take from that energy, from that inspiration, and to do with it what you can to move the needle. Yeah, and and, and understand this. The work isn't easy, right? It's not a sprint. It's a marathon, right? So it may be um, challenging and rewarding. It could be exhausting and energizing. And, and, And take all of that in, because whatever it is, at the end of the day, it's worth it when we're talking about moving possibilities and redefining things in terms of how people see themselves. That's why we're here. So be that light for somebody else and show up in, a, in, in ways that shift their possibilities. It may be challenging, like I said. It's complicated and it's necessary. See you next time.